Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio, it's the Grace Curley Show. we got to bring in a new voice, a young voice, a rising voice, Grace Curley. You can read Grace's work in the Boston Herald and the Spectator. Especially Grace. Grace, stand up. Here's the millennial with the mic, Grace Curley. Welcome to the Grace Curley Show. Grace has the day off enjoying a long weekend in parts elsewhere. I'm Taylor Cormier. Filling in for Grace today and happy to be doing so on this Friday. 844-500-4242 if you'd like to join the program. Talking this hour about uh, illegal aliens. I mean, what else? There's there's a lot going on, but this has been dominating the news as we've been telling people it would be. We've we've been predicting all of this uh, throughout the, uh, the, the beginning of the Biden administration. Warning of that beforehand, if Biden gets into office, if the Democrats get a hold of power once again, this is going to happen. Um, so many people throughout the nation are going to be affected by that. And we're seeing it. It's coming home uh, again with the Melanie's cast center um, it, with, with what's happening in New York city. I mean, where, where's Joe Biden? Where's Joe Biden on this issue? He's not talking about it on the campaign trail. I didn't grab the cut today, but on the campaign trail in 2020, he said that he was not for um, deporting illegal immigrants based on felonies. Um, and he does not consider drunk driving a felony. Uh, so he did not want to deport illegal immigrants, illegal aliens based on a drunk driving uh, conviction. We'll get into that this hour, but I do want to uh, just just tack on a few other things to the conversation from last hour talking about the, the four arrested uh, illegal aliens that beat, and I'm watching the video now on, on Fox, these these cops antagonizing them, throwing them to the ground, kicking them, um, punching them in the face, uh, just anything to antagonize and injure these police officers. Where's where's and and they got off without bail, no bail whatsoever. Um, of course, their conditions of release. One of them got supervised release, but four of them, the four that were arrested, they have reportedly skipped town on a bus to California, run by a church nonprofit uh, organization. And they gave them fake names. So, you know, if, if anybody on that bus is, is a, I mean, they're all illegal immigrants on the bus. That's, that's what the program's for. I'm sure they're not going to be reported uh, by, by any fellow travelers, as it were. But where's Joe Biden on this? I mean, Joe Biden, after January 6th, came out against, uh, you know, violence against uh, police officers by J6ers. I mean, that's all he talks about. Uh, men and women in, in blue are getting Killed. No, no cops were killed on that day, by the way. Um, getting attacked, brutally attacked. People, veins bulging out of their neck, attacking the Capitol Police. But when it comes to NYPD, I mean, that's, that's where Trump ought to go now. Trump ought to go to New York City again and talk to the New York Police Department Union and say this... This is happening because you've got Joe, you've got crooked Joe in the White House. He's letting people in. He's letting people into our country, and they're they're kicking you. They're kicking the police officers of New York City. I never never thought it would happen. That's what you've got to say. That's where you've got to go. You've got to. I'm sorry to you know want him to be an ambulance chaser basically, 
But this is these are the consequences of the Biden regime. And Joe Biden is doing absolutely nothing to stop it. He's not commenting on this story at all. And so you've got these these four illegals that get no bail. Yet you've got people from January 6th that are still in prison um, in, in solitary uh, because they were accused of, of possibly attacking or, or fighting back against a Capitol Police officer. But these four, they get a free bus ride to California to wreak havoc over there. Uh, just a few updates on this. One, one's pretty funny, but one is, one is um, also on that level of irony. You know, last year there was a U.S. Marine vet on the subway and there was a black guy on, on the subway. He was crazy. He was, you know, been in and out of uh, um, mental health institutions. He, he just lost it and he was attacking people on the subway bus, on the subway train rather. So Daniel Penny, a U.S. Marine vet, got this guy into a headlock on the train. You know the story. And he was helped by another uh, a fellow black passenger on that train, by the way. So this wasn't a racial thing. It was a mental health crisis that turned into physical violence and threatened the lives of people on that train. And he's being prosecuted with manslaughter because of, of his actions and saving the lives of people on that train that day. Um, the attacker, the guy with the mental health disorder, died, obviously. So the lawyer for Daniel Penny is now speaking out after seeing these illegals get treated with, with kid gloves, uh, given the royal treatment. Again, a bus ride to California. Uh, this is um, Manhattan DA, first of all, declined to uh, prosecute one of the illegals in connection with the attack. That would be Jandry Barrows, 21 years old. He said, we vigorously condemn assaults on police officers and prosecute those responsible. The question here is whether the person arrested was even involved. At this time, there's not sufficient evidence that he's one of the people who committed this terrible act. Doesn't sound too vigorous. No. So this is attorney Thomas Kenneth, who's representing Daniel Penny, the Marine vet charged in the chokehold death of a subway passenger last year. He called the prosecutor's decision to release the migrants without bail, quote, very confounding. He said, quote, the, the primary purpose of bail is to ensure that people return to court. From what I understand, they seem to have minimal, if no ties, to New York City. Kenneth argued that having limited resources might be a factor in the case, but it wasn't a, quote, reason not to set bail at all. He said the defendants had all the indications, quote, of someone who might not be willing to return to court to face the consequences of their actions. How dare you, sir? How dare you? That's profiling. That's, uh, what makes you think that? How dare you? I'm sure they have one court date already that they are supposed to show up for. That's their asylum hearing. They're most assuredly going to show up for that. I said with a great deal of sarcasm. Quote, moreover, anyone who is willing to resist arrest or even worse, assault a police officer, that's indicative of someone who doesn't have respect for the legal system, which makes them even less likely to return to court. So if there was ever a situation where bail is appropriate, 
This seems that sort of case. Now, Petty had $100,000 bail as part of his uh, release conditions. He saved lives. He didn't mess with police. He didn't interfere with an investigation. He didn't punch a law enforcement officer. Didn't kick a law enforcement officer. Didn't do anything of the kind. He saved lives that day. And that's how he's treated. $100,000 being prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law because he saw people in need of a defender. And there was nobody on the train that was willing to help except one other man. I don't think he's been charged with anything because it was uh, Petty that, that put uh, the crazed man in a chokehold and, and ended up ending his life. It, ridiculous. The, the, I mean, it's, you talk about a two-tiered justice system, it's really a three-tiered justice system, and I'm sure there's, there's more levels than that, but you've got Democrat treatment, which is, you know, if, if you're Hunter Biden, you get charged with nothing, everybody looks the other way, coke in the White House... Uh, strippers with your dad's credit card, uh, you know, the beratement of the Secret Service, throwing a gun away, uh, lying on a, a federal firearms application. It's nothing to see here, folks. Move along. If you're a Republican or somebody uh, even moderately right-wing, like Daniel Penny, y- jail, right through jail, <laughs> Go directly to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect a hundred, two hundred dollars. Put you in jail, right away. No trial, no, no nothing. Right to jail. Right to jail. Right away. Jail, jail. You right to jail. Jail. <laughs> right to jail. <laughs> but if you're an illegal, you you also get. It doesn't matter if you're a, a Democrat or if you're a non-voting illegal alien. Um, again, you get you get the the royal carpet treatment. You get the red carpet treatment. You get uh, out of out of court, no bail whatsoever. You don't have to pay. Don't worry about it. We know you're good for it. You'll come back. We trust you. You're not like the others. Oh, you want to go on a free bus trip to California? You want to go to Universal California? You want to go to Disneyland? You want to go uh, on a surf and safari? You want to go uh, visit the uh, Napa Valley? Go see uh, Silicon Valley? Walk the uh, Los Angeles Hollywood Walk of Fame. You want to go to Grauman's Chinese Theater? Go ahead. On us. Free bus ride out there. It's astounding. There's another update, though. Yet another update in this story. It's, uh, this, one's, this one's the funny one. <laughs> in an effort to, uh, to gloat to police officers about his fellow illegal aliens, these, these completely disrespectful, um, felonious, uh, violent, mean-spirited, heinous illegal aliens that attacked police officers. One man was arrested last night after he, quote, this is from Fox, after he, quote, exchanged words with passing officers and appeared to play a recent attack on a pair of police officers on his phone for other men. The man, wearing an orange puffer jacket and sagging pants, uh, he's already assimilated, hasn't he, was seen taking a hit from a pipe. Oh, 
Was this one of the corn cob pipe? I don't think so, Jared. I don't even think it was one of those Dr. Grabos. It was, uh, I'm guessing this was a pipe of uh, glass manufacture. No word on whether it was a crack pipe or, uh, yeah, or or something uh, with a bowl attached to it. Crack, you never go back. He was seen taking a hit from a pipe and stumbling on the sidewalk outside the Roosevelt Hotel. Again, one of the uh, strongholds for the illegals now. After playing the clip, he was eventually patted down and taken away in handcuffs. He's been identified as 19-year-old Yoiber Martinez. And he was arrested on charges of disorderly conduct, disrupting traffic, and possession of a controlled substance. Police allegedly observed him obstructing, uh, obstructing pedestrian traffic and say he had failed to provide ID. But, well, that's, that's, that's a hate crime right there, asking an illegal alien to provide identification. They found an unknown substance in his pocket. There was an unrelated motor vehicle crash at the same location. Surveillance video of a mob of migrants attacking two NYPD officers emerged Saturday before police captured seven suspects, only to see most of them freed without bail. So what did Bear Martinez do? He was playing the video. Playing the video and uh, loud enough for officers to see and hear, laughing about it, taking a, a toke on his... I don't know. He's probably not crack. Do you, do you go that hard when, when you get over here? Do you slip right into crack dependency? I mean, it's it's cheap, so if you don't have a lot on the... I think weed, though. Government provided weed. I, I was I was uh, I was in a thrift store over the weekend, and I saw an illegal wearing a a, a wool knit beanie with marijuana leaves on it. So I'm I'm thinking that's their drug of choice for now until they get to the the harder stuff. But still, I mean, you gotta laugh, right? Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. We'll be right back. When we come back, we've got the poll question. Make sure you go to gracecurleyshow.com. Vote in today's poll question. It's a good one. Covers a couple of different topics we've talked about this week on uh, the Grace Curley Show and the Howie Carr Show. Don't uh, let your voice not be heard. Make sure you vote at gracecurleyshow.com. We'll be right back. I'm Taylor Cormier filling in for Grace Curley, and this is the Grace Curley Show. The Grace Curley Show will be right back. This is the Grace Curley Show. Welcome back to the Grace Curley Show, 844-500-4242 if you'd like to join the conversation. Today's poll question is brought to you by Calitren. Do what Jared did, lose weight in a healthy way with Calitren's high-quality collagen protein, specially formulated with digestive enzymes to help your body absorb the collagen protein to its fullest potential save 50 percent on a 30-day supply at gracecurleyshow.com and click store we've only got a few left so take advantage of that now don't be left wondering what may have been don't let this pass you by go to gracecurleyshow.com click store jared what is today's poll question what are the results thus far today's poll question which you can vote in at gracecurleyshow.com is which is more of a threat to the safety of public roadways 
truck drivers with falsely obtained CDLs, or illegal aliens who know they won't get deported if they drive drunk? I'm going to say illegal aliens who know they won't get deported if they drive drunk. 93% of the audience agrees with you. 7% say CDLs. So that is... um... That's the latest out of Washington. This bill did pass in the House thanks to Republicans and uh, a few Democrats. I don't want to give them too much credit, but 150 House Democrats, including Hakeem Jeffries, voted against a bill to deport illegal, illegal aliens who are caught driving while drunk. Okay. Uh, and how many stories, how many nightmarish stories do we have to hear each week, basically? about an illegal alien. I mean, how he, how he has them all the time. He, he's got a nose for this. He's able to find these stories of illegal aliens driving drunk and killing somebody. I mean, we, we've had, to, and it's not just, just booze. It's, it's weed, too. Um, really any kind of drug that they're getting into, getting, getting behind the wheel of a motor vehicle and um, driving down the highway at high rates of speed and losing control and, and killing people. And I've got a few stories here, but unbelievable sound that will play uh, from Pramila Jayapal. This this bill would have basically um, there were there were several bills this week. They they both passed. There was a bill Wednesday that would deport illegal immigrants, illegal aliens who rob American seniors by committing social security fraud. That bill passed two seventy two to one fifty five with all Republicans present voting in favor and 155 Democrats in opposition. House of Representatives yesterday passed the Protect Our Communities from DUIs Act. This legislation would bar illegal aliens with DUIs from entering the United States and subject them to deportation if they cross the border. So if you're convicted of a DUI and you don't have a valid driver's license, you're not a legal resident of the United States of America, Bye-bye, you are gone. That got fewer votes in the affirmative from Democrats than the a bill that would deport illegals who rob senior citizens by committing social security fraud. One, one could possibly end in death, okay? And you have... And this, this is on track. This is, this is the track for Democrats. One of these actions has a high percentage rate of, of resulting in death and fewer Democrats voted to have those people in those cases deported. Okay, that's the common sense we're dealing with. This cut from Jamila, uh, Jamila Priapal, sure, Pramila Chayapal, unbelievable, coming up next right here on The Grace Curley Show. Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio. Welcome back to the Grace Curley Show, 844-500-4242. Bill Malugin has been doing a great job in covering the border for quite some time now, as this uh, has, has just come to a head as far as the invasion is concerned. And it seems just about every week there is a new terrorist that's found that, that has crossed the border without our knowledge uh, Bill Malugin just posted this new in statement to Fox News. ICE confirms a 27-year-old Al-Shabaab terrorist 
that's an Al-Shabaab terrorist from Somalia, crossed the California border illegally in March 2023, was released by Border Patrol, caught, released into the, catch and release, released into the U.S., then roamed the United States for nearly a year before he was matched to the terror watch list two weeks ago. ICE found and rearrested him in Minneapolis within 48 hours of being notified by federal authorities he was a national security threat. Notified on January 18th, arrested January 20th, he is now in ICE custody. Unbelievable. You're, you're able to roam this country for nearly a full year before we're even able to identify you as a terrorist, Okay. Didn't come up, apparently, when he was caught and initially released. Probably because we had too many to process. It's just take a name. We'll get to that later and uh, send you along your merry way. We'll catch up with you in about a year or so. In that time, feel free to roam about the country and uh, carry out any plots that you come up with. Exploit any welfare system that you can. And just live it up, dude. Like, have a great time. Kill as many people as you, you want. That's, we'll, we'll get to you when your time has come. When your number is called, we'll, we'll catch up with you. That's just one. That's just, there are thousands of these, okay? Thousands. Unbelievable. So yesterday, the House passed, as I mentioned, H.R. 6976. This is the Protect Our Communities from DUIs Act. And it was uh, put forward by Representative Barry Moore, Republican of Alabama, said today, my legislation that forces President Biden to deport illegal immigrants who drive drunk or impaired past the House. Thank my House GOP colleagues for joining me to protect American families by ensuring illegals who commit these offenses are off our streets. Now, one of the 150 Democrats that voted against this bill that didn't think it was worthy of a vote in the affirmative that didn't want to save lives that didn't want to see illegals. You know, it's funny. Joe Biden, he always says, well, me and the Democrats, we're, we're ready to work. Come on, man. Ready to work with Republicans on this. They don't give me a call. I don't hear from them. Give me the money. We'll, we'll close the border. It's not true. And here is perfect proof of that. This is Pramila Jayapal, who I didn't pull all of her comments because they were all really wild, but this was probably the wildest statement she made. And one of the ones I didn't pull, she said, it was a preface to this cut that we'll play in a second here. She basically said, you know, climate change is forcing people to drive drunk. She, she didn't say it in so many words, but she hinted that we're having more and more cold snaps throughout the United States. So people, when they are impaired and the bars close, they only have one place to go, and that's their car. Here's what she thinks illegals are doing when they get behind the wheel drunk. Cut six. Are we really saying that we think the best use of our very limited federal government resources is to work on deporting a green card holder who decided to sleep in their car rather than drive home drunk from a bar? 
a green card holder not trying to drive drunk, just trying to stay warm? I certainly don't think that's a good use of our resources. It's certainly not a good use of our time on this floor. One, Ms. Jayapal, why are, are our federal resources so strained? Could you riddle me that? Why are they so strained? And two, why is this person automatically a green card holder? Why is this one of those hardworking illegals that uh, is here in this country? I mean, if you've got a green card, you, that's, that's a visa, right? It's a work visa. So you're not necessarily illegal. If, if it's an, ex, an expired green card, yes, you are illegal. But automatically, she's, she's put up this straw man argument of these are hardworking people that, that they just had a bad day at work on the job at the gas station or the car wash, as uh, John Miller says, and they, uh, they have to crawl into their cars and stay warm because they, they overstayed their welcome at the uh, local watering hole. All right. That's what you think they do? Example from December. Illegal immigrant deported four times charged with killing Colorado mother, son, in DUI crash. Jose Guadalupe Menjavar hyphen alas, who's from El Salvador, was previously deported four times after initially sneaking into the country undetected. Menjavar alas, 37 years old, was charged with Vehicular homicide, reckless vehicular homicide, DUI, and habitual traffic offender after he allegedly crashed his vehicle and killed 47-year-old Melissa Powell and her 16-year-old son, Riordan, on December 12th. This is out of uh, Broomfield, Colorado. The accused has four convictions convictions from Boulder County Court for alcohol-related driving offenses that occurred between 2007 and in 2019, a Boulder County judge had sentenced Menjivar Alas to probation, community service, and work release four days before his latest alleged offense. A lot of good that didn't. This is what happens when you don't lock people up. Uh, ICE Denver Field Office Director and current board member with National Immigration Center for Enforcement, John Fabricatore, told the DCNF, Sanctuary policies not only lack any public benefit, but also contribute to an increase in crime against citizens. By giving sanctuary to illegal aliens, these policies inadvertently enable them to commit crimes without consequences. The safety of citizens must be our utmost concern. You know, I've never really heard it put so succinctly. Sanctuary policies lack any public benefit. There is no public benefit. To a sanctuary city, you get crime, you get death, you get your resources strained, you get fraud, you get a lot of victims that are legal citizens, legal residents of the United States. That's Jose Guadalupe Menjivar Alas. How about another one? This is uh, somebody that South Carolina State Representative Stuart Jones talked about this week in a press conference. A three-year-old girl 
killed in October of last year. Name was uh, Maddie. Maddie Hines, Madison Hines of Gray Court, South Carolina. Three-year-old child died after a pickup truck driver went through a stop sign in South Carolina. This is uh, thestate.com. This is one of the local sites. Four people, including the driver, went to the hospital for medical care after the crash on Sunday, October 8th. Now the person accused of being behind the wheel of the pickup is charged with reckless homicide and, quote, no driver's license, second offense. Troopers identified him as 25-year-old Gabriel Arteaga-Arteaga, a Spartanburg County man who didn't have attorney information listed in online court records. Arteaga-Arteaga was at an intersection when he failed to yield at the stop sign. He blew through the stop sign. His pickup hit the side of a Cadillac SUV, which had been traveling on U.S. Highway 76. The three-year-old who was in the back seat of the Cadillac died at the scene. The child was identified as Madison Hines of Gray Court. This is what um, South Carolina State Rep. Stuart Jones said. He knew the family, and he knew uh, Madison Hines. She, she was called Maddie. Um, he said she was so proud of herself when she could make you laugh with her. Her giggles were contagious. She loved cheering on the Lawrence Academy Crusaders, or as she said, potatoes. Her eyes lit up with excitement when she thought about going to big school next year. She had an intentional sense of humor and loved to make people smile. Maddie loved Jesus and her Bible. She was so proud when she memorized her Bible verses and could proclaim them loudly. Maddie would be the first to tell her Wednesday night teachers that she knew her weekly verses. Her love for her God was so evident even at such a young age. Maddie and her family are members of Chestnut Ridge Baptist Church. Maddie was a member of Awanas at Chestnut Ridge, where she was active in the choir praise team, vacation Bible school, and Sunday school. Bail was originally set at $50,000 for Arteaga Arteaga. That was eventually revoked. He remains in the Lawrence County Detention Center pending trial. Probably wouldn't have happened if he was uh, sent away the first time. Same with our our other fellow uh, drug driver, Menjivar Alas. If we had a closed border and he were deported, two lives would have been saved. But that is not the case, and Joe Biden refuses to do anything about it. 844-500-4242. We'll take your calls after the break. First, we want to tell you about the Nosset Beach Inn. They've uh, just opened reservations for winter getaways, and they've still got some spaces available for you this winter. A lot of kids have a, a winter vacation coming up. And you know, these kids get so many vacations. So many. They just had Christmas, right? And uh, you just had Martin Luther King Day, right? Or Did we have that already? Yes. Yeah. And uh, now you've got the winter vacation and spring vacation, what, like four weeks after that? Make sure you pencil some time in your schedule. If you've got kids or you just want to get away from kids, if they're old enough to get away from, go to the Nosset Beach Inn. Jared's been there. Grace has been there. Jared, 
what what uh, what was the best part of your stay at the Nauset Beach Inn? Oh, I'd say definitely how just peaceful and tranquil it is down there. It's the Cape in the winter, and it's the beach in the winter, so you don't have to fight crowds. You don't have to worry about fighting for space. You're just... If you want to be super cozy, you could just stay in your room and be super cozy because every room has a, a fireplace and a giant picture window so you can just take in the views. If you're a little hardier soul, uh, you can go out, you can sit by the fire pits during the winter, which is great. I right? like a nice winter night, a fire, and a cigar. Could I do that at the Nosset Beach you Inn? Can absolutely do that at the Nosset Beach Inn. That sounds nice. That yeah. sounds great. Take it all in. Right now, you can stay at the Nosset Beach Inn for under $200 this winter. Don't delay because these rooms go fast. Nosset Beach Inn is pet-friendly, has a view from every room, and check-in is contactless if you're concerned about that sort of thing. They make it easy for you. And it's a great place to stay during school vacation weeks. To reserve your ocean view room, go to NossetBeachInn.com. That's NossetBeachInn.com. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is The Grace Curley Show. You're listening to The Grace Curley Show. This is The Grace Curley Show. By the way, happy Groundhog Day. February 2nd, Punxsutawney Phil did not see his shadow. We're expecting an early spring if you go for that sort of thing. 844-500-4242. And also, if you want to, and I really urge you to, because it's a good poll question today, go to gracecurleyshow.com and vote in today's poll question. We'll read the results again next hour. Rob, you are next on the Grace Curley Show. Go ahead, Rob. Hey, always good to hear you. Um, Thanks. My question is, on the bus ride to California, does this include meals, hotel, laundry service, and um, maybe cable TV? I've got to assume so. It's a nonprofit organization running this. Uh, I imagine they've got some sort of grant or uh, funding from uh, you know private funding sources to, to take care of all of this. Yeah. Because I'd... I'd sort of like a, I have a brother out in California. I'd like a free ride out there with um, accommodations. Just so. go to, Rob, here's what you do. You <laughs> go you go to uh, New York City. You uh, walk up to um, your local police officer and, no, yeah, but just <laughs> start start shouting no habla inglés and flip off, flip off every cop that you see. And they'll put you on a bus to California. How's that sound? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm too I look too Irish to pass on that. But um, thanks for the suggestion. Uh, <laughs> good show. Good good topic. But but seriously, you know, come on. Why not a ride instead of California? Go a little south. A ride to Mexico. Let that. Let them take care. Well, of I mean, it depends on how far south in California they go. If they go to San Diego, uh, you, you can you can. You can get over the border in San Diego. There's actually a, um, I saw a story today that, you know, since the state takeover in Texas by the, the state of the National Guard, and they, they've been patrolling the border, um, border crossings are down like 72%, where they were seeing between two and 4,000 border crossings a day 
a month ago, they're now seeing maybe two to four hundred. Okay, so you're uh, there, there's a big disparity there, and now most of your border crossings are taking place in Arizona and California. That's not to say that this is a permanent solution. We've got to come up with with something. I mean, it's and it's clear to you, clear to us, right, that this is going to be an issue throughout the election cycle here. Nothing's going to be done about it. Nothing has been done about it by Joe Biden. And, you know, he he claims that this is all on the Republicans. This is all on them. They've got to work with him. But he's the one that undid all of this stuff on day one. He stopped construction of the uh, of the border wall. He ended uh, Title 40. He let Title 42 expire, which which allowed us to keep the borders closed on the uh, the covid crisis uh, basis. Um, and there were so many other things that, that were undone by Joe Biden that Donald Trump had put in place in order to keep this country as safe as possible. And now we're, we're seeing almost daily reports of so-and-so, uh, a terrorist connected to al-Shabaab or, or ISIS or, you know, name your, your terrorist organization du jour, uh, crossed uh, last year. And we're just finding out about them now. And we saw it just a couple of weeks ago, one at the border saying, you're, you're too dumb. You're too ignorant to know my name, but soon you will know my name. Turns out that guy has been pretty much positively ID'd, not by any government officials that I know of, but um, media has identified him as a known terrorist who served 12 years and just got out last year for terrorist-related activity. And now he's in the United States. It's unbelievable. The... Uh, just the rate that these people are coming over, what they're allowed to do, what they're allowed to get away with, how much they get away with, and how little we do, and how much we're taking it. I mean, the the choice doesn't get any clearer than this, people. You want to see more headlines like this? I haven't even talked about the scooter gangs. I mean, uh, the, the guy on CNN was talking about the scooter gangs, John Miller. We don't have time to play the cut again. But this is turning into organized crime in New York City by illegal aliens riding around on scooters. I mean, this is this is literally third world stuff. If you've ever seen um, images out of Rio de Janeiro, they've, they've got ploys where they'll toss a wallet onto the street, wait for you to pick it up. Then they'll come by on the scooter, knock you down, take your wallet along with the wallet, the fake wallet they dropped. You're going to see a lot more of those scams. We'll be right back with Last Call here on The Grace Curley Show. Okay, Gus. Gus. 